0: The goal of the Salumas podcast is simple. Take a candid, objective, and often comedic approach to the human condition. In keeping with this, the use of expletives, crude humor, and references to harsh realities are commonplace. If you find any of this to be offensive, please throw your listening device in the trash. If not, enjoy the show. Fight! that have a less predatory disposition, a more sedentary disposition. And we brought up, we talked about Scandinavians and how unique they were in Europe because, and this sounds pejorative, but they almost functioned on a parasitic level because they didn't really conquer other societies. Mm -hmm. They just went and took what the fuck they wanted, spread their genes around and came to fuck home. They who now who the Scandinavians. Talking? Oh yeah, Scandinavians yeah. went, yeah. sold their wild oats, and pillaged and looted. Yeah, they but they that... didn't really conquer. Yeah, they, they just ne- they
1: never stayed there, did they? No,
0: yeah. and, and they came from a rugged, resource poor area for the most yeah. part. Yeah, which made them highly eugenic. If you look at Scandinavians, mm-hmm. that's some of the baddest white people on the fucking planet. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. big strong. Yeah, they're beautiful motherfuckers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, eugenics in Scandinavia is out of control. Super mm-hmm. healthy cats, everything. So what they did again? They let other societies do the work, and they were just bad motherfuckers that came in, took what they wanted, and left. They didn't conquer. Yeah, they were parasitic. And to this day, like when people celebrate? Yeah, uh, yeah. I got you.
1: Yeah. What's that dope city? Osha or Ola, something with the O's? Dope city over there. Oslo,
2: Oslo, yeah. God, Norway. Yeah,
1: I want to go to. When they talk about that today, my understanding is a large part of that part of the world they uh they're small you know they're what's the word homogeneous
2: Homage- but yeah, yeah. Hom-
1: homogeneous yeah. and and uh, but they 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 sustain themselves off of copper yeah. out of africa is what my understanding is too so yep. to your point they they people celebrate them for uh effectively achieving that very whatever balanced, egalitarian socialist mm-hmm. thing They did but they worked their way through, but they worked out all the other forms of lifestyle it really quickly. Convergent, and they got there, and they're not like it's not like they're producing or selling anything. They're, uh-uh. They they float. There's they a just decided man. to chill instead of keep going with the imperialist approach. So, so it's yeah, it's interesting.
0: And they are this very egalitarian. A, this
2: is a good way to segue because before you. You know, in case you guys didn't know, I've been recording the whole time. Damn it, you dirty, filthy bitch. Yeah, yeah, I know. But (laughs) I think this is going to be a a good way. I'm glad you didn't say
0: nothing fail. (laughs) Well, I think this is going to be a
2: good way to sort of uh, introduce what we're going to be talking about today. So, uh... You know, I could just do our normal, uh, you know, you've you've hit another episode of the Slewis Podcast. This is Kalu. Let's go ahead and introduce everyone really quick. Well, this is Chris. Do hey, it's Mark Twain. And this we've is got, Carlos. yes, we've got a special guest today, Carlos uh, Bailey. I'm so excited to have you on here. We've actually been, our, our paths have been yeah, trying man. to cross. It's yeah, been man. super busy and everything. So I'm very thankful for you to be able to jump on with us. Uh, to give people some more context on what we're talking about, I'm I'm calling this episode the greatest lie ever told. And I want to call it that because one of the the lie that I believe that we've been told as since we were kids was that we were all made the same and we're all we are all created equally. And as and I've gotten older, any differences are just superficial, exactly. Like skin
0: color and hair yes. color and stuff like that—it's all just
2: superficial. And on the inside, we all the same. Yeah, exactly. And I believe that that is a huge lie. Um, I and I say that because. There's so many things than just being born that go into the development of a human being, <clears throat> and I don't believe that just us in here. None of us share the same experience, right. and I think that uh, where we a lot of people mess up. I think it's very surface level to say that we're all born the same. Yes, a a guy and a girl got together and had sex. Someone got pregnant, and okay, you were born. But from that point, I don't because I'm of the mindset that you're not a real person until you're like 13 or something like that. I just don't think you're wrong. believes
0: in real late-term abortions. Oh, I've told you before. I've said it. i said it a thousand <laughs> That's times. A long time. <laughs> yeah. Damn. 30, you better make it to 13 or it's your ass. Yeah, yeah. I've, 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 I've joked.
2: Been yeah. <laughs> I've, I've joked around about having like 47th trimester abortions. I'm <laughs> just like uh-huh. uh, they gotta go. Uh-huh. But uh I'd like to hear more about that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, no, not the abortions. The uh, your idea that you're not a person and all that, like yeah, to I what just, degree I wonder. I
2: think that uh you're still there's still so much of the world that you have yet to understand. Mm-hmm. You're still un- living under your parents' influence. Empathy and hasn't really empathy set hasn't in. Empathy hasn't set in. And I okay. think that in the age of the internet and stuff, there's all the, the teachers are now at your fingertips at a much earlier age. It's no longer you learn things from school and all this other stuff. I think that many more, a lot of kids are learning about things like empathy when you see, uh, uh, Instagram accounts like the the Dodo or all these other um, like humans of New York, all these other accounts that show people that show goodness. You know, yeah. What what's the Dodo do? Sorry, it's goodness towards animals. Yeah, it's just oh,
0: like wholesome okay. shit. Yeah, okay.
2: But like, you, there's tons of things out there where a lot of kids are able to learn a lot of lessons and stuff that aid in their development that you do not get from your parents, right? Or that you do not get from your school and all these other things. So yeah, I'll I'll keep saying that we. And, our, and again, our socialization processes are completely different. And with respect to- And we to, really
0: don't even know the impact of that yet. Like, yeah, we're, not, still, we're not yes, going to yes. see That's the, the impact yeah. of mm-hmm. the information age for yeah, uh, that, a, a I'm decade I'm or two.
1: there are some, um, I don't know if biological is the right word, but there are some parts of our makeup, our personalities that that just don't happen without time. And mm-hmm. I'm curious to see which one of those we're going to learn is a, a, sh- a short thing uh, through- The fact that now we get more information at a younger age Mm -hmm. and because like, for instance, you know, when you get like 24, 25 years old, I was told this by all the men around me, but it just didn't hit me until it hit me. There will come a time where you do not want 24 inch rims. You want a really comfortable chair. Yep. No one can explain it. Mm -hmm. You just have to go through it. Like something happens in your biology as a man. You'll be like man, I want that nice hammer drill instead of yep. like a fly coat. So true, there's that man. too. Yeah, it is that's true. Pregnancy
0: sets in. Yeah,
1: and that, I don't know, that's or just time, right? There's yeah. no way you can you drill that sort of whatever you call that thing into a 10-year-old. Yeah. So there's got to be, there's a few things that mm-hmm. are, whatever you call it, biological and time-based. And you yeah. know, I, I'd love to graphically chart that one day with, sure. with you guys, you know, th- what happens at this age? Because I got my theories too. Mm-hmm. I got a, a thing, a double digits Theory, I, I, has to do with men and their fathers. You know, yeah. you, you've got up till double digits to get some certain things into him, and that's it. Mm-hmm. If you don't have a man around you, you you're lost on that. And then mm-hmm. you know, the Catholic Church says seven years old. Different people have different. So I know there's a truth to that stuff. Sure, but it'd be, yeah. it'd be cool to have it visually it, represented. It is,
3: it, it isn't. I think it, it, just to be in disagreement. I grew up with like a single mother, you know. Mm-hmm. But uh-huh. I had like an uncle and I had like yeah. cousins that you knew about that yeah. kind of like brothers and yeah. stuff. Yeah. So some of the stuff that I had to learn, Bulgary doesn't have the streets, but uh-huh. we um, if there was any streets, I grew up on that. And yeah, so with too. my cousins and stuff. Yeah. I saw like the drugs, I saw like oh, the yeah. abuse and all of that stuff or whatnot. Uh-huh. But the thing about it is um even at 10, I knew that I wanted more. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I knew that I wanted more because uh-huh. I, I saw like My uncle beating my aunt, and I was like, I'm not going to be that, and stuff. Mm -hmm. So so I think it is, and it's not, and I'm going to tell you the reason why. Mm -hmm. Because I was like, I'm going to be opposite of my father, and I'm not going to be like some of the male role models that I had. Sure. My daughters are like goal-driven. They're they're goal-driven like Mm -hmm. since they're young. I got a one to be 20 years old in January. I have one to be 16 next year. Mm -hmm. I have a 12-year-old, and I have a one to be 10 next month. And all of them are like goal-driven. My daughter... uh, she saw, well, it's a long story, which I can go into, mm-hmm. but she saw, like, my sister-in-law, and I, I don't want to mention no names, but yeah. her paramour is a, is a famous singer and mm-hmm. stuff, and his daughter's our niece. Uh, but when she was younger, she was like, you know what? I want to do that. I want to own a house. She was like, I see that because I bred all of that stuff into her, man. When she was little, we'll go down to, like, Barnes & Noble and read. Yeah, because mm-hmm. it's like Disney for me and stuff. Uh-huh. So I do agree with you. Like there's certain things that a dad mm-hmm. can push in there. Mm-hmm. But I think that sometimes it's just like the culture
0: that you got to figure
3: that shit out. For I think self. absolutely. And, and, yeah, and I'll right. yeah.
0: sprinkle just the tiniest little bit of seasoning on it <clears throat> and and say that DNA, like we talk about the reciprocity between socialization and genetics. And that's really what the manifestation of human behavior is. Is right. the, those two intersecting. But we oftentimes forget that DNA isn't a static entity. And that's been a relatively new development in the scientific community, how plastic DNA is within the individual and how it can change based upon trauma, environmental influences and all of that kind of shit, too. So really, we're working with and, and I was talking to Carlos before we even started any of this something that's incredibly messy and very difficult to generalize about. Like there's always going to be a lot of exceptions to the rule. We're really just trying to hash out where it is that human accountability begins and where uh, what has been bred into you and what has been socialized into you begins. And I feel like that is, if if we want to consider ourselves having anything special That is separate from uh, nature, so to speak. Yeah. To ascend, we have to take inventory of all those potentialities and everything and then transcend those. Make the acknowledgement and then understand that you are not a static entity. You are not a slave to your, your own DNA even. You're not a slave to your past but you have to acknowledge both things. That's right. Not that's just one. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's right, yeah, man. That's very true. And I
2: think one of the things that is a hindrance to that transcendence, again, is the notion that we're all the same. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah, it, it, it's to keep yeah. us passive. We're not, yeah. man. We yeah. we you are know, If you think about it, I love
3: boxing. And I mm-hmm. think that me and you talked before the last time I was here about boxing and stuff. Mm-hmm. If we're all the same, why do you got a welterweight? Why do you got a middleweight? Yeah. Why do you got a heavyweight? Mm-hmm. Why do you got a super heavyweight and stuff? Yep. If mm-hmm. they're all the same, then you know what? Somebody that's a welterweight, can basically go to the super yeah. heavyweight. Heavy yeah, And basically but he can't because either his 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 weight, his size, mm-hmm. his reach, all those things come into play and stuff like that. Well,
0: and the cradle of civilization Africa. There's more genetic diversity in Africa, it's my understanding, than pretty much anywhere else on the fucking planet. Like I think
3: you're right though. Yeah,
0: Africa is super diverse genetically, right? Mm-hmm. Um I I was at one point an anthropology major and I forget nice. what the, what the paper was, but it talked about this uh, ongoing study regarding uh, muscle mass, consistency of muscle mass, fast twitch muscle mass versus slow twitch muscle mass and correlations regarding race, ethnicity, uh, locality, that kind of stuff. And they found that on the planet, <clears throat> you know where what place on the planet has uh, a population with the highest amount of fast twitch muscle mass? Where, where is it? it? West Africa. Nigeria, Senegal, Liberia, mm-hmm. fast twitch muscle mass. Yeah. What kind of individuals come from that area? Big bad motherfuckers. They play loot. Yeah. You know, it's like wrestling, boxing mm-hmm. combo mm-hmm. in Senegal. Yeah, yeah. They are bad motherfuckers. Yeah. Where is where would you imagine the greatest uh, percentage of individuals with the highest amount of slow twitch muscle mass is? Where, wherever that Africa guy is.
1: Wherever that. Oh, is it? It's yeah, in Africa right. too. Oh, dope. Is it really? Yeah.
0: Huh. East that, Africa. Yeah. The other side of Africa. Yeah. You know, your you're Ethiopians, um, uh, what is it, S- Somalia, slow-twitch muscle mass. And the individuals, again, are genetically reflective of that. They, they are energy efficient. Mm. Gotcha. Cats from Senegal, Nigeria, that area... Uh, are not as energy efficient, but I think yeah. that it, it's a more resource-rich area as yeah. far as the environment is fucking concerned. Yeah. So I think that that, that very much underscores, Absolutely. even within the continent of Africa, which I'm sure a lot of Americans generalize about, that right. Africa's yeah. just full of black people.
2: <laughs> I oh, mean, yeah. really, think yeah, about know, it. Motherfuckers yeah. is just like,
0: uh, you know, yeah. it's just, you're African? All right. Yeah. But there's a gulf of difference between an individual from Senegal yeah. and somebody from Egypt or One, somebody yeah. from, from-
1: perhaps uh, more crass- or a crude example, I would tell some of my uh, friends in college about is that that I think they don't observe um, from their perspective. If you're not, I guess, from African or African American backgrounds, we we have within us every phenotypical potentiality too. Like a black family can look like a bag of mixed peanuts. To not not to say it. For, like not to say it crudely but like and i think white people yeah, don't blue know eyes like eyes can, can show up yeah, yeah, You can Blonde have hair can 10 show up. kids and My they can gosh. be looked like oh you look like your very very light skinned grandma but they have the same mom and dad you know and that's something that you you cannot get between the potentialities there the likelihoods very very low but you cannot get that between uh, two people that were say Irish And they had 12 kids those, None of those kids no matter how much they vary And phenotypically They will never ever look like you They won't go You can't get darker yeah. It does happen it's, it's said like people have twins or something And one of them completely melanated Another kid was redhead it, That's how genetics work It's there It's just the amount of possibility Is much much
0: lower The further what you get from the
1: mm-hmm. uh, the African genome. It's some, and, there's more, and the there. next,
0: and the next closest, as my understanding is like China proper, like mm-hmm. the the, the uh-huh. Chinese that that land expanse yeah. is next as far as genetic variance is involved. Yeah. And again, as Americans, we tend to everybody in this motherfucking room, you know, we don't draw strong distinctions between somebody that's like, you know, I culturally speaks Mandarin versus somebody that speaks some other type of dialect in in China. And and they can be separated by a vast expanse, hundreds and hundreds, if not thousands of miles, different tribes, different subsets, different ethnic groups. Mm -hmm. It's, it's a thriving, diverse environment. But we call it China here in the United States, yeah, and we make a caricature. Yeah. We we make a caricature of a dude that's about my height with dark hair and squinty eyes. Yeah, that's that's the generalization that's made here. And again, I think that very much underscores the deliberate bid in the United States to gloss over that that there is such enormous yeah. variation between all mm-hmm. of us. Mm-hmm. Man,
3: we do that like in Guatemala because it's like they got like Acateco, mm. they got Kiche, you know, and then they were like, "Oh, you speak Spanish."
2: Yep. Oh, because yeah. It's the yeah. Trouble, man. Yeah. But I'm
3: like, no, they're trouble, brother. Mm-hmm. There's like a bunch of them in there. But going to like your question, I, you know, the greatest lie I ever told, mm-hmm. I think you're asking about mostly Christianity. When I listen to like sure. you're hearing it, and, and I I, I'm, I shouldn't open up the, the can of words. Yeah, absolutely open up yeah, the yeah, can Yeah, go, go of ahead. Words. <laughs> cool. I, I
0: say <laughs> that. We'll like, do the dirty work. If you want to open up the can, we'll say the hostile shit. Yeah.
2: It's hard for me, at least, yeah, to... To call Christianity or whatever a lie, because I'm not concerned whether it is or isn't. There. Oh no, not not the lie,
3: but I'm talking about like the lie is making everybody equal. Was it like oh, that
2: I, religion?
3: I, I wonder. In if a sense, that. they're basically saying mm-hmm. that you know, even though that you're taller, you know what, mm-hmm. what I'm saying, and I'm shorter. Yeah, but we're you're going to be stronger than me just because yeah. you know the nature of your height and stuff. Mm-hmm. That you're, you know, we're equal. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Was that
2: done more so by like? The religion yeah. aspect? I, I sometimes yeah. think that it's it's more on the like economic aspect gotcha. and your ability to earn or something. Because I see that. when you when you have a, a certain demographic that might be of a higher SES, it's easy to tell people like we're all created the same. And right. then it's followed up with if you just work hard and you do all this other stuff, you can get to be on my level. And so when when I hear that it like I'll look at the kid that was abused his entire life yeah, or yeah. I'll look at the person who grew up poor in the projects or something like that. And like to tell them we're all the same here, me in some <laughs> like nice house or something like that, knowing that I have a, that I may, and I'm not saying me proper, just, no, I got you. Yeah. I would have a much easier route or something like that. People are going to look at me different. My, my, uh, uh, opportunities are going to be completely different than or at least my path to opportunities are going to be different and this whole idea of like having equity of outcome or something like that it's not it's not the same and so to tell someone that I would tell someone that if I was just trying to control them yeah and 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 there there we go pacified or something like that well
0: and think about slavery think about how like the dynamic with those that were in the house versus those that were living out in in shacks and shit mm-hmm. and working right. in the field, yeah. and there were deliberate deliberate psychological bids where there was an understanding that I'm not white, I'm I'm still a slave, mm-hmm. but yeah. I'm different than the
3: these cats do. that
0: are outside. Yeah, that's, and that and that kind of fostered loyalty to the. Slave that's what it makes people that's feel what, like
2: they're loyal. That's
0: what they do here. Yeah. Now, if you got your little piece of heaven. And you say, I've worked hard for this, and I deserve this, and I've worked hard for this. The implication is from the American dream standpoint that if you don't have what I have, it's because you didn't work as hard as I did. Yeah. So when you, you yeah, so when you go around telling people shit like, oh, we're all equal, and it, you know, it, it this is the land of opportunity, the onus for failure is immediately on the citizen. Mm-hmm. It's on the individual. And Think about it. The, who If you reverse engineer all of this, you can walk it back to who stands to benefit from yeah, permeating this exactly. exactly. type of thought. 100%. Exactly. And,
1: you, and, and even in the instances where you can imagine or, or you can remember having heard that or having had that said to you, it is never said to you by someone that's experiencing what you are. <laughs> and exactly absolutely that. never said <laughs> to exactly. yeah, uh, Come on, pull <laughs> yourself yeah. <please trump> up by <laughs> yeah. your bootstraps. No one never even says though
0: that. You, they ain't even no though they that. yes. like, yes. got
3: generational wealth and be like, my dad's got a farm. And I do the exercise yeah. with
1: everyone yeah. I have well, to work with because... You have to. Maybe you don't have to. It's just perhaps it's just poor skills on my part. But when I have a boss, that's I have to do that exercise eventually. And it, you can. We can never go more than three generations before I can make it really clear to them how it's not actually what what you think. Because we will be talking about promotions and that kind of thing. And with my my, my current uh, manager, I, I it was the same thing. I just. One, two, three, and it was Ellis Island and his people getting free land in middle America.
3: Mm-hmm. Just like
1: he's kids. I think but dude's you know, still alive. His, but, his grandmother's still, still alive. They, yeah. they,
3: they couldn't even do that to like, like for like Africans because it's almost mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I, like what we said earlier, Chris. Slavery, it may have ended, but it changed. They rebranded it. Right. So they yeah. they rebranded right. slavery. Right. So because it changed, you're a
2: lawyer, please explain to us the legal terminology of emancipation. Because it's not the same thing. I have to look it up I don't want to freedom, get it wrong. Though.
3: Do no. you know what I'm saying? And everybody wasn't emancipated on the same day, man. Uh-uh. There was ah. not. Like in Kentucky, I don't think that they gave any type of emancipation you, because we were neutral. Right,
2: and ah. motherfuckers did not go
0: door to door being like, "Okay, give them up, let them, <laughs> let them out." <laughs> no, and, yeah. and, and then beyond that, we're yeah. dealing with human beings here. Yeah. Some of them cats still were slaves. Yeah, mm-hmm. they and they evol- in a way, in a mm. way, by their own volition. In a way. Yeah. Again, you, you can be a, mind, a a victim of mind control. Yeah. You, yeah. Now, there there was a lot of variation amongst slave owners, too. Yeah. There were motherfuckers that was super brutal, and mm. then there was ones that, again, you're still a fucking slave, and I'm yeah. not trying to sugarcoat yeah. shit. Yeah. But there had to be cats yeah. out there that treated their slaves with some semblance of humanity, and right? And
2: on top of that, if uh, after they abolished slavery... They made laws such as vagrancy and stuff like that. If you didn't yep, have a did job, it. you were gonna go to jail for not having a job. And if you weren't hiring black people, then what's the first place you're gonna go? It's so, to Thorship job. Amendment. Yes. and it
3: doesn't protect you in it it jail. Or yeah, exactly. You're, back you're, a
2: slave? you're become a slave. You're slave again. So, but this time it's just a different term. Right. It's just a, a well, whatever. My, you my understanding call
1: it. is that the uh, the first federal prisons were within, I think, months. Of,
0: of the
2: slavery, yeah, uh, of the you end know, of plantations and stuff yeah, like that.
0: Yeah, yeah, that, that makes a lot of motherfucking sense, man. Well,
2: check this out. So, and this is funny because this is just what I was talking about. It says if a child is born disabled or grows up in a poor, abusive, or criminal home, they do not have the same chance of success as a child born of uh, born healthy to a high income, loving family that lives in a nice neighborhood. The former will start school approximately 1.5 years behind other students, and by third grade, they will be three years behind their peers educationally. And apparently it says says these are the facts. I don't know where the facts are coming from, but it says in this situation, most children will never be able to catch up to this and will subsequently, subsequently affect the rest of their lives. Would you say if that's true? It
3: depends, man. And I'll tell you the reason why is because if you got more money, you got more exposure. Sure. So I forget who it was that was talking about it. But, like, if you get to see the world and Mm -hmm. you get to see, like, how things operate, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? You give them an education that way and stuff. But sometimes it can be outliers. It can be. And I don't want to say that because the the mother invention basically sometimes is that you have that need to succeed. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of cats that came out of the hood that succeeded because they had that need to succeed and stuff as well. But at the outliers, it just depends. I'll tell you that. Yeah. But for the most reality, yes. Yeah. Because if a kid gets in trouble for whatever reason when well, they're in a kid, and mm-hmm. you know this because you worked in the system, now they're branded. Even yeah. though this kid could have just had one more chance and mm-hmm. stuff. The same kid who has money or access to money mm-hmm. could have done the same exact
0: thing. And it's getting swept under the fucking rug because yeah. we yeah. don't want to ruin that kid's future. future. Yeah. So okay. what you
3: did, you ruined this young man. Mm-hmm. Who possibly could have been just as smart or more intelligent than the other young man. But because this young man has now a bad history of being a bad apple, mm-hmm. even though they did the same damn thing. Yeah. This kid got everything, you know, taken away. Yeah. You know, they, they got yeah. rid of whatever the crom there or whatever he may have mm-hmm. done, or he may not be a bad apple. He comes from a good family. Yeah. It's the yeah. first thing that yeah. you'll see and stuff. Mm-hmm. So he goes on to college. Mm-hmm. The other kid be like, I want to go to college, but I can't get there. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Because it's so expensive today. Yes. I don't want to have that. That I uh, um, uh, can't think of it right now. You, you know the the, the loans yeah, yeah, that yeah, I have to pay back loans, and stuff yeah, yeah. because they don't push co- uh, trade mm-hmm. schools; they push college. They push college, in yeah. which they should be teaching. You can go to trade school, sure. Then later on, if you got it, go to college. Yeah. And stuff. So well, and I want to I want to ask one thing though. Go ahead. We,
2: because you, you know, obviously you you're you're a lawyer. Your path to success, if if what I'm saying is true, that we're we all develop differently. Um your path to success, would you say that the skills that you use to get to where you are are skills that may not be the same that someone else who grew up in a wealthy family or well-to-do or anything like Absolutely, that? Absolutely,
3: brother. And I'll tell you the reason why. I have a white brother and sister, mm-hmm. but I didn't meet them until I was 21 years old. Mm-hmm. And I have an African-American sister. Yeah. But I grew up very close with Nino by the projects. I went to the old yeah. Parker Bennett school and stuff. And whatnot. We had to walk to school and everything mm-hmm. else. My mother worked all the time. I remember being nine years old, and she's working. Mm -hmm. uh, And me and my sister, she's only two years older than I am, and um, we're scared, you know, because we know that she's working. She was working at the Holly Plant at the time. Uh, Then when we stayed with my aunts and uncles, I've seen, like, drugs and everything else. But one thing my mother always told me, She always told me, "You're going to do something. You're going to be something." And even before I met my father, you know, he was a wide receiver at. Well, I'm I'm short because of my yeah. mom's people, but <laughs> my dad is like six foot tall. Yeah. My mom's four foot nine, and yeah. I'm in between that. Yeah. Kay? Yeah. So, um, but she always said, "You're going to be something. You're going to do this. You're going to do this." So I constantly heard that,
2: mm. and she so was like buy- a self fulfilling prophecy kind of for you.
3: I don't. I think it, it, it. I constantly heard it, but I also she would have she will buy those old-school green and white encyclopedias.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: So me and my sister, we would just sit back and just kind of read them, man, yeah, yeah. not but, realizing what she was doing.
2: But would you say that some of the stuff that you learned being around drug use, being around crime, being around all that kind of stuff, do you think that that helped, that aided in your ability to make it where you are now? Because what I'm trying to make the connection is someone who grew up in a completely different or much higher SES couldn't be put in your same situation and have the same outcome as you have well
0: it's like arriving it's like arriving to war, okay mm-hmm. yeah. you can be the same rank as somebody else, and hypothetically like you got somebody <clears throat> that's Tyler young's rank, yeah that don't do the homework right yeah. Yeah. you know what I'm saying yeah. you show up to combat you're both a private or 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 whatever, but one of y'all went through the shit yeah on your own you know, by your mm-hmm. own accord or you were raised to do shit like that or whatever. The other one does not. There will be a deficit regarding there'll be a learning curve at the yeah, very yeah, least. That's exactly. It. Yes. There'll be a learning curve yep. at the very least. I'm not saying that there's going to be a deficit. I'm not mm-hmm. saying that somebody's not going to ultimately be as competent as Carlos is. Yeah. But definitely he showed up ready. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like yeah. he he showed up on his own terms and there's something to be said for walking the path yourself it familiarizes you with the
2: process a little That's bit exactly more. It. yeah
3: but you know what it is it's almost like you know even if i fail because of what i've seen as a kid
2: you aren't afraid to take yeah I'm,
3: I'm gonna keep moving yes because I'm it can be worse yes. because i remember that stuff mm-hmm. as a kid so. i said
1: I, I find myself saying that all the time at work too i work in um in you know in the software world you know mm-hmm. it's as soft as you can get and I always joke uh, with people Placid. when uh, wow well, yeah <laughs> I'm gonna start calling it that at, at work but um, whenever I have to you know kind of check people on what they think is um, cockiness or whatever I have to remind them where I come from you know and at best my people raise me on concrete manufacturing yeah. factory work you know that's what we're raised on around here yeah. Yeah. you're either in yeah. a restaurant building or you like that because the, there's not a lot of range of professionalism sure. in, in Bowling Green right you were you gonna be at the hospital? Maybe you know, yeah. there's not a lot here, yeah. so um, it's not—it's beneath me to sweat this shit. You know yes. what I mean? I can't—I yeah. can't be yeah. stripping over no server and, and or, exactly. some, or yeah. some computer that we can just reboot and go over and over. Mm-hmm. It's not gonna give me coronary disease after 20 years to just sit here and do literally soft, yes, soft work. And so I approach it with that level of confidence, and and I'm happy and privileged to be doing it because people that got me there, Mm -hmm. you know, they didn't have that fortunate...
3: Yeah, but well, it, that's exactly it, Nate. It's almost you know, like because yeah. you're, you're showing respect for the ones that came before Absol- you. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. I'm a
1: complete product. Matter of fact, I, of that. I think
3: I know you from the past. Did you work at Afney years ago?
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. we worked together, brother. Okay, that's that's, uh, that's yeah, awesome. Man, yeah, back yeah. in yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We didn't man. have time. You, you know all my people. I'm from Bowling Green. Yeah, yeah. I just, I just been in years. You used to sit yeah. right
3: by me. And we used to uh, okay. talk back in the day. Man. Okay, that was great.
0: That was <laughs> great times, man. I hope we can talk Afney, man. That was fun times. Much like you, Carlos. I mean, I grew up with a single mother, Yep. Uh, pretty much white. You know, she's yeah. a, a probst, and then she's got Job in her, which my family has been pretty good about documenting family history. Nice. But the Kilbourne side has always taken pride in being off-white. Gotcha, yeah. That's all right. For the sake of the conversation, we'll call it off-white because we received a lot of the benefits of passing. And let's me let let's not sugarcoat any shit here There were plenty of folks that it's not as though they were ashamed to be of, you know, indigenous or African descent. But if you can pass, why the fuck not? You know what I'm saying? I got you. Yeah. Yeah. However, and that's in modernity. The Kilbournes, like in the past hundred years. Now, if we go back to the Melungeons, the Melungeons were a isolated population of individuals that were mostly descendants of uh, free Melungeons or free free mulattoes at the time. Like, you know, the, the Virginia law where if you were born of a white woman or a freed uh, mulatto woman, then you were born free. If you were born of an enslaved I know black that, woman yeah. or enslaved mulatto woman, then you became a slave. Oh, wow. uh, that was realistically what it was. So whenever you had these free folks that weren't going to assimilate into white society, but at the same time are not going to be subjugated. There a lot of more dirty secrets yeah, that that yeah. the white slave owner had, and it you know he didn't hate them. These motherfuckers eventually converged and and started their own communities all through Appalachia and the Tennessee Valley area. Then you had all these people that kind of lived on the fringe of society. You had them trading with indigenous folks. You had them trading with white immigrants that the the whites that were already there didn't quite accept yet, like fur traders from you know it. We'll say Portugal or Italy, or somewhere yeah. that French, right. But they accepted fucking everybody, right? I got you, I
3: got you. But yeah.
0: they lived in these communities that were in isolated areas and were known for violence. There was a reason why they weren't tampered with. They were considered free men of color by the census back then. Um, so you have this duality of collectivism, community, And the potentiality for violence that's existing alongside a subjugated group that's enslaved and a power group that is doing the enslaving. And after several generations, again, Melungeons are a specific, I mean, it's a tri-racial isolate group. It's a specific fucking thing. It's different than, like, white people that have, like, a black ancestor. When you have multiple people of mixed descent sharing genetics over generations, it's a different creature than just having... A black great grandmother. Mm-hmm. You know, it it affects yeah, you yeah, differently yeah. genetically. So, again, this is me trying to probably romanticize my own existence. But I grew up with a single mother. I grew up Jehovah's Witness, and I was very, very deprived and alone when it came to stimulation and exposure. I wasn't really. Yeah. I wasn't encouraged to be anything other than be a good little Jehovah's Witness. And somehow, you know, I'm a decently well respected you know, civil servant in the community. I have been for closing in on a decade or whatever, but I think, you know, being in that environment, you know, I used to pray to Jehovah, like man, this sucks. I don't get no Christmas. I don't get to hang out with nobody unanswered every time. You know what I'm saying? And you're little, you're a little bitty kid and you're super isolated. So there was forced introspection that Mm -hmm. occurred. Like developmentally, we talk about like, you're not a person until a certain age. Which, it, which can be true. If we're talking about an overarching theme where this entire generation is consuming nothing but media yeah. constantly, yeah. there might be some trends to go along with it. But the forced introspection that came along with being in that environment, I feel like it it forced me – you know, you feel sorry for yourself. It's like the stages of grief. Yeah. Like yeah. You, you feel sorry for yourself. You get angry at a certain point. You resent motherfuckers at a certain point. Then you reach acceptance. Yeah. When you reach acceptance, that's when you ascend. And I feel like that growing up in that environment and then possibly being a descendant of mixed-race, violent hill people, survivors, hill people, unruly motherfuckers, made me naturally gravitate towards a field serving other human beings because I know what it's Mm. like to fucking hurt. I know what it's like to be deprived. Yeah, Yeah. So... It's an
3: empathy thing man. right? Yeah. And,
0: and then also on top of that You think about <clears throat> this collectivistic We gotta save them, we gotta accept them We gotta take care That's of so our cool, people man. That tribal yeah. shit
1: That's I, so cool. I
0: feel it inside of me And, and me and Tyler call well, it. Well, You've discussed mm-hmm. it as well, the savior complex yeah, If I'm yeah. playing devil's advocate with myself Cause I'm not some noble motherfucker I mean I'm, I'm ratchet as fuck sometimes <laughs> yeah. as well However, there is a net positive impact to some of the shit that I do, whether it's based in megalomania or not, you know? <laughs> sure. But that savior complex, I feel it hardwired yeah. into my fucking, into my blood. And wow. it's not like my mom was like, you're going to grow up and help people. She wanted me to worship Jehovah and go out in field yeah, service.
2: Yeah. Okay, with that in mind, do you think that something like that explains why black people are so good about, like, taking care of each other's families? Like, if, if one if one is on the come-up, yes. then they'll, then it's like, it's almost like, in their blood it's just, okay i'm well, supposed to go yeah, and help you. Uh, yeah
1: and you we have examples too man sorry what are you no, no, done no. saying
2: well no the, the next thing i was going to say is that i see it in in a lot more uh truthfully just a lot more white families where there's one there's one sibling that might might be making just hella guap you know what i'm saying and then the next sibling is poor living on the street and they'll be like, they'll be like, yeah, it's my fucking stupid Yeah, brother. they will. Who's, they'll
0: be like, who's, man, who's I'm drunk. sorry for oh, all the fucking mis- yeah, I made all these mistakes <laughs> the first time that, I'm sorry.
1: In middle school and high school, when you yeah. come from where well, we come from, Dishman, Elsie Carey, Parker, Parker Bennett. Bennett, you yeah. come from there. You with other poor white people. When you yeah. got to middle school, I'd never seen well off, beautiful. Yeah. White girls and it was they were everywhere. Yeah, and it, was it was like actually it's crazy. Crazy. True. <laughs> it was, it was crazy. Check it out. Check it out, Check it out though. It was a shame how small town and how much that was. But what was cool about it was like dog, I met I have friends with some of them I could name right now people out there from Boney would fall out.
2: Yeah.
1: I, I, I don't want to exaggerate and say they were twins, but I swear I know a brother and sister that were were went both different ways in the divorce of their yeah. parents. He didn't know they were brother and sisters to damn their graduation. It oh, was like see? one day we just kind of. Oh, wow. like, to your point of how they respond to that differently, yeah. and we want to explore if that has anything to do with the predilections that we're yes. talking about genetically and culturally. Yes, and the, the next phase I was going to go yeah. to with
2: how they are is is when when we were talking about like the no uh, um like Cronus complex like yes. like the like yes everything happening in the when it was when it was like man versus man, man versus nature. That's yeah. what the thing yes, was that's in, right. like in the, in the European nations, like hundreds, thousands of years ago. Yeah you, yeah. you almost tap into that where it's like, if your sibling is not, if they're not capable enough, you have to leave them. They're yep. Like, that's not where you eat when, them. And, because, and when Nichols, uh, uh, um, axiologies, he's kind of
1: borrowing mm-hmm. one of, um, one of Nietzsche's terms, and Nietzsche borrowed it from the uh, Eastern people with the monoliths. But Mm -hmm. that's called, uh, Edward Nichols calls that an axiology, like Mm -hmm. where man versus nature is not only a very peculiar uh, dichotomy between the man Mm -hmm. and the world around him, the only people we know that carry on that way are those recent successful subgroup of europeans yeah that everyone else is man to man what 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 we're talking about for anyone listening doesn't know a clue just hinted uh, just um uh, mentioned uh, something that uh, one anthropologist calls a primary axi- axiology and he says every culture has a primary axiology that's represented in everything they do it colors mm-hmm. everything they do and it can be broken down to man versus whatever mm-hmm. so me In in Africa, for instance, and most other melanated cultures, man to man, everything we do is trying to enhance our Mm -hmm. relation to the other human being. And
2: it was because there was a vast availability of resources. That's
1: right. So they could spend their time focusing on that. Yes. The European didn't have time for that. His axiology, the Europeans did not have time for that, so... Their primary axiology was man versus nature. How do I conquer and control the environment? Because the environment appears to be accosting me. Mm -hmm. It seems like if you sit still, in Ice Age Europe, you're, you're not going to make it. And you know. EQ yeah. is
0: a liability. Yeah. Higher yes. degrees of yes. EQ yeah. are a liability. Yeah. Higher and degrees yeah. of IQ mm-hmm. and embelli- advantageous.
1: Yeah. Embellishing a little bit more on what you said about how black like, people
2: take care, take care of take themselves. Care.
1: Like, I was walking with a friend out. To, and- to
2: their detriment in many cases. Yeah. Oh, sh- that's oh, yeah. right. Yeah. That's the other yeah. interesting yes. part,
1: too, that yeah. I don't know what scope of conversation that would be. Yeah. But um, coming full circle and describing how there's uh, – a and de- pros and cons to yes. all of it. It's all just a big, you know, amalgamation yeah. of potentialities that humans have. But some of us have it have particular potentialities more pronounced, and there's a reason for that. Yes. And African people, uh, the same thing you just described mm-hmm. as perhaps a positive effect, will take is why we actually don't hold each other accountable. Exactly, too. and so yeah. the, the funny we thing we don't is, know how to cr- like uh, correct teacher. each other. Yes, and this is, is where this is yeah. where yeah. my dad time. and I
2: like. Yeah. like this is where we diverge. branch off from what yeah diverge from one another. Yeah is because when my dad like it's it's just this thing when he gets if there when he gets paid or if there's some kind of money the first thing he does is send it to Nigeria at at the cost of the house fucking falling apart or something like yeah, that. Yeah man you see what I'm saying? Because yeah. at the at the end of the day, and, and it took me I mean 20-something years. I asked him mm-hmm. at, at age 31 yeah. Then why is it that whenever like the house is wow. the house is falling apart? There's all this shit that's wrong. Why is it that you still give money? And his thing is, no matter how bad we have it here, it's always worse. It could, it's always going to be worse over there. So I a- will try and and g- give money or give Damn, resource to those people. Amazing. So for me, because I saw that, and then I also grew up around a bunch of white mm-hmm. people.
3: Yeah.
2: For me, it's conquer, conquer, whoop ass, whoop ass. Like do all this other yeah. stuff. Help when all of my shit is already taken care of. Yeah, and yeah. just now at the age of 33, yeah. I'm able to, without a, without a, you know, without a thought, yeah. go and buy my mom a refrigerator. Yeah, yeah, but it yeah, took yeah, that yeah. long. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Any yeah. other time it would be like if I gave someone money. What, well, you what ends pay me up back.
1: happening is I I don't want to be the only one talking. Y'all, real no, no. quick. What ends up happening is to the point I made much, much earlier, time will do something to you as well. Yeah, I, I have know. these young black ladies at work. Yeah. I'm so proud because you do not they don't understand how I feel like an old man, I'm 38, but I'm like, I'm not flirting with y'all. I'm I'm just being Uncle Mark, but y'all do not know how cool it is to have black females. Programming in her kicking yeah. butt. They are they legit. They yeah. write code. It mm-hmm. was unheard of. I've been programming since I was sixteen, yeah. and oh, I never oh. thought I'd see that day. But you know, it's it's mm-hmm. a thing right now. That whole diversity thing. And, yeah. getting, and we're and corporations are so stupid because they're European minded. They're learning. God, where were we we were missing this creativity. We were missing this yes. this perspective. And, and the that creativity. But I always tell boom. them. I always <laughs> tell them this. I'm getting on a tangent. I Always tell them this. I'll come in and the way my vibe kind of puts them on edge because they think I can tell that they think is he a little too ratchet for us (laughs) how is Mark (laughs) Craig such a big deal because they've had to uh, uh, acquiesce capitulate for so long you know what I mean the, these young ladies act and like- and they see you like, behaving yeah. the way you do in right. your life. Yeah. They're but like, Oh, wait, but how did he do What it? did or he just, do to get what they haven't yeah. learned yeah. yet? To the point you made, is you will run out of energy to not be yourself. Yeah, so when yeah. I come in there, yeah. I've sure, already sure. earned, I've outworked everybody. Mm-hmm. Well, My boys hey, came back with l- me, yeah. so I go ahead and be myself. Mm-hmm. And to your point of how you come back around to um, acquiesce in that impulse that your dad has deeply in him because it's deep in you, too. A lot of it has to do with the fact that you'll run out of energy to fake the funk, man. It's hard. Yeah.
3: Right, let me ask you this And I know This may be off topic A little bit But it's going to like What you're talking about the coding. Sure Because I definitely Want my daughters to learn You know the coding I've been pushing yes. that For years yeah. brother. Yes. Yeah. But you know So the hidden figures Type thing Yes You know It's almost like Those African American women Helped get like those You know Apollo 13 and yeah. That's right And wrote a yeah. lot of those those codes right. They got them to the moon and, and back Or I don't know If we went to the moon But Oh uh, we went to yeah. the moon
2: <laughs> <laughs> Don't <laughs> <laughs>
3: We
0: didn't, we didn't, oh, we
3: fuck you, Mark. <laughs> oh, man. What we is out on the table over here. We I'm
2: so glad the Carlos said Latin,
1: that. I'm nah. oh. oh I'm proud of our, the job they did in Dude, that Hollywood exactly. studio. God,
2: God damn it, it Mark. Good job, job are are the time serious? And the technology
1: oh, they had. I this they was a good job
2: from the beginning. Y'all know each other the whole time. Y'all been this shit since same hood. Y'all missed out. Y'all didn't know it. know.
1: I'm so glad... I wish they would run it back and do, like, what's it called? Remaster it. The moon landing
2: stuff. God damn it, Mark. Remastered. You stop this right It's
1: going to be a 4K next year. Oh, my yeah, God. God. They should get the guys from um, Toy Story to help them do it. Pixar, oh, wow. Pixar Studios.
2: I'm Look, so, I'm so I, triggered right now. I guess, <laughs> back
1: to like the, the point that I was saying is, like, those
3: women, you know, it's almost like they killed a generation of people who could actually think, going back to, like, yeah. you know, about the equality and everything mm-hmm. else. is because... They showed them that they didn't have to be ratchet. And it showed, like, women who, at that time, in a servitude type of environment, they were maids cleaning up and Mm -hmm. stuff, was working for NASA. Mm -hmm. You you see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Then we would have a whole generation where we we would, uh, I guess, teach our young women, like, just ratchetness. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Not showing these other role models, saying, Mm -hmm. these are the women that you can uh, aspire to. Because sometimes I think that when you see something, you can be it. Yeah. So when you don't see it, but well, a lot of people until they saw Barack, there's like there's no way that a black man can be president. Mm-hmm. But once they saw Barack be president, and I, and I put something about Daniel Cameron, I think he responded to mm-hmm. it. And I was like, man, I gotta give him a you know congratulations because sure. there's gonna be so many, not that I aspire to his politics, yeah. but there's so many people, not even just African-Americans, but people of color. Mm-hmm. You know, once they see something they'd be like, okay, he became the first AG. You yeah. know, and he been he was elected statewide, regardless of the Miss Hampton. She was on Bevin's team. You know yes, what I'm I mean? saying? Yeah, yeah, So sometimes to the hidden figures and everything mm-hmm. else, when you see it, you can become that and accomplish it. And
2: and all so, just to, not to to have us divulge like too sorry more, much that, into that, but the the but funny thing is there. that at the when I was at the barber shop, they were saying he's not. But which blind. one? Shake rag is fire though. I, it, it is. Yeah, I tried yeah, to yeah, tell yeah. you, but who
0: did you? Who Wait, Chris always cuts. My oh, okay, back. yeah,
2: Chris will hook yeah, that yeah. shit up. And so they were saying in there, there are a lot, uh, people, couple people were like, he's not black. we talking about that AG. And I was like, I think he is, but black. I'm going to stay at it. Well, this let, one. I was like, what the can, hell?
0: Let me throw something out there that I think often gets missed. I mean, enormously gets missed. And I think it's to the detriment to every brown, black, beige, red, yellow person. More. In relation to their bid to appeal to the powers that be, is the redneck motherfucking manifesto. Yep. Who, mm-hmm. what role models do poor or working class whites have that are positive? Like, yeah. I'm talking about Ooh. like rednecks, like legit yeah. rural redneck folks that, because we were talking about the community that's involved with a lot of. Mel- melanistic folks mm-hmm. is a lot greater than the individualistic ideals that are presented to us not only here in the united states with this eurocentric value system but also it's much more individualistic throughout europe as compared mm-hmm. to asia and africa anyways right but if you look at low ses whites and i and i'll kind of preface this i'll backpedal i had a supervisor. Uh, lightweight, a mentor, exceptional individual, and I won't mention her name because she's very demure and she still works for the, she works for the state now. Gotcha. Um, but she told, she was like, and she'd been in the game for a minute, been a social worker for a long time, said, there's this trend where wealthy people will get a dollar and they'll save the dollar. Poor people will get the dollar and they'll spread the dollar around mm-hmm. amongst their peoples. Yeah, She is a white woman from more of a a rural kind of background as well. So her frame of reference was SES. Her frame of reference wasn't race. So I think a lot of times we shoot ourselves in the foot as far as needing allies from these low SES whites by generalizing as though they're not victims of this system well, the, as well. The absolutely. The and, 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 they people, have a lot of community as well. A lot absolutely. of low SES whites do the same thing well, that, that minority communities do. Well, they do. had
1: a number done on them too. Yep. Not, not as sophisticated as what was done on us. Mm-hmm. I don't have any better way of putting it. But uh, you have to remember, most of quote-unquote white people weren't white. They were just coming over here trying to figure it out like everyone else. And when maintaining the institutions of slavery became politically inexpedient yeah. yes. for America. You had to define they said they had was to white. Mm-hmm. well yeah. almost oh, they had yeah. to they had to stop. You know, they couldn't do that. So and, being and white's be,
0: relatively new. Yes. Yeah. It's yes. extremely yes. new. But check it out. Yeah. They
1: had to stop that it's as, it's it's only as new as like just before Jim Crow and all that. Was it like uh, because they had to stop carrying on in that with that particular financial institution of enslavement. And so they said, All right, what are we gonna do with all of the the freed, highly skilled Africans that we have, well, they'll they'll win. We're switching over into industrialism from um, short-term imperialism, just straight colony. We're switching over now. All right, we're gonna start producing and selling, and the world market won't have us because our 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 GDP is people that are captives of war. That's the only reason why they said, okay, we can't carry on mm-hmm. that way. So we stopped, but then that's when we opened up Ellis Island we were mm-hmm. like all right we ain't gonna they're going to be more powerful than us you know, what I mean, if if left to our own after emancipation, African-American people, we would we would have outraced it because we had all the skills. And community. We could and, we, and, we and physically you work know, stuff. But check it out. Just when those people came over, they were very this is something that my brother likes. I don't know why he enjoys this like anthropological perspective of people in Eastern Kentucky stuff, very tribal, very some of them were Germanic. They were a lot like us smaller tribes, mm-hmm. European style tribes, but they were you know, just as confusing trying to make German, German people that ended up in middle America, yep. all of them like that. It's just later on they got the status upgrade because it was politically expedient to keep from the Afri- the locomotion the African American communities had usurping all of the power structure. I, yep. Now, then after that, that didn't help them because mm-hmm. they didn't get to develop their new identity like we did. We started making it up. You could not yeah. suppress that mm-hmm. that impulse in the Creative African spirit, if you will. So we started. No, they didn't get a chance yeah. to do that. I'm almost there. What ends up happening is now that's what's what's boiling the pot. I think I'd love to hear Chris's perspective on this because white people see. Damn, I know I got a head start that I didn't earn. I know I ain't. I'm, I'm just the I same as idea. this black person. Let me piggyback. I know it's I'm nice. just the same as this black person. But when they pull the rug after under me, I'm don't. I'm. It's all at the level of our sensibilities. White people. Um, comedians and different speakers said better than me, but they always had that one thing that I'm better than you, the black person. That's what that's what the democratic uh, poly, politic body did when they put that number. At on least us. I'm
0: not black. Yeah, at least but I'm not black. You what?
1: But if they were to like go back to square, and they would have less identity than even us after everything yeah. we've been through, and that is. That's just something. Uh, no one can take that. And I think that's what they're hanging on, like the Trumpers. And, and, they've,
3: stuff. Been and, and how, yeah, yeah, they've been bamboozled. Probably harder than they've been bamboozled, too. Yeah. Well, see, it started, man, like in the late 1500s, the 1619s and stuff, because at that time, going back to like your thing, you had the indentured servitudes, then you had people who come over from slavery. Mm-hmm. But what they had to do was define them and basically tell them yes. because they were there was escaping mm-hmm. and there was escaping because both of us was poor so the yeah. poor white person yeah. saw the African and he was like man you know they worked side by side and they became friends then that one day you know with a Willie Lynch letter and everything came out you're better than him I'm gonna make you the overseer than him and African Americans did have a for a brief period true freedom and it was during the era of Reconstruction. It was 12 years. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Because you could see, like, when they end up getting, like, an African-American senator. Yeah. And even yes. though they, they could get jobs. Yeah, Wall Street. Wall Tulsa Street, Tulsa and stuff that was starting to get created and got destroyed because and they, they were succeeding.
2: Firebomb that motherfucker. They, they right? destroyed
3: him. Yeah. I never realized, and I don't know if it was you that I, me, like, I wrote that on. I dropped the bomb on him And here. that's
2: because he me t- 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 I, t- I t- never t- knew that. And yeah.
3: then I went and watched the video. And yeah. I was oh, like, yeah. wow. Yeah, I made my boss cry. He still
2: works
1: at clue I made my boss cry. For the... Uh, when he, because he, you know, he's trying so tell, to show explain
2: me, the gap band. That's you okay. Know well, that. so my I'm boss so was much. trying to do yeah. that
1: thing they do and show me he likes when he's got great taste in music, plays a uh, like claw hammer style bluegrass real well and stuff. Uh, mm. He works at Clues to it mm. at our, uh the place I used to work at. Good guy, and he was doing that thing. and I was like, okay, let me let me let him have it. I'm like, you don't have to. Uh, build a rapport with me by showing me, but he was playing some good sofa music. He was going through stuff that I was like, oh man, I forgot about that song. And he got to the gap band. He said, Man, this is one of my favorites, Mark. What do you know about this? And he puts (laughs) it on, and it's the gap band. You dropped a bomb on me. And I was being I was in one of my asshole moods. And I was just like, you know that song comes from, right? (laughs) (laughs) I I gave him the breakdown and I turned around and I want to say his name so bad he wouldn't mind, but he was cheered up and he was like, Man, do you have to do that? <laughs> I, thinking, right, I took it from him, but he was listening to the Gap Band, yeah. and I told him that, do you know what the GAP, the G-A-P in Gap Band stands for? And I told him it stands for Greenwood, Archer, and Pine. It's either Archer or Arthur. I can't remember. And he was, oh, yeah, what's that mean or whatever? I said, okay, pull up Wikipedia. While I'm telling you, you can read it. And um, But anyway, those were the three primary streets that converged together to make what was Tulsa. like a Times Square yeah. of Black Wall Street by then yeah. in Tulsa, Oklahoma, in that city that got firebombed. And I told him that that song was... In remembrance of that, and those that, that those brothers in the Gap Band, at least two of them my brothers, they're from down there. So they, they they're from the, the South. They're, yeah. down, they're 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 from Tulsa, or right I knew outside that of I it. I
3: thought that it was yeah. basically like where a girl didn't drop.
1: Yeah, you well, don't that's put it that. it. That's what I thought. Of that i was like, so glad put it. was like, longer
3: that song. Yeah. Well, that, that's the brilliance
1: so. of it. In the spirit of that genre and decade of a muted that funk soul kind of yeah. R and B. That's what they're talking about. But they also were. Remembering and celebrating Greenwood Archer and Pond and the fire bombs because, ironically, it was the first airplane use on attack yeah, on, right. ever on American soil. It's kind of fun. The farmers were using their kerosene or something. Yeah, they yeah. were flying over, you know, little crop dusters flying over, and so the city would burn faster. Yeah. Um, in a, in a, as we all know, in a riot that was incited out of pretty much nothing. Yeah, and um, it's just a cool little bit of bit of history, but. but- yeah, And just really, really
3: quick, just to tag, you know, when you was talking about, like, when we figured out, like, you know, the whiteness and everything else, Christopher Columbus came over here because there was a family. There was mm-hmm. a family that were moors. You got to realize there was mm-hmm. moors in that area mm-hmm. that basically he used their ships, at least three yeah. of them. I don't know if it was like the the, what was it, the... Oh, gosh. It was the, the ship name, yeah. Nina, Santa Maria. Santa Maria. Well, Nina there was Penta, something. Santa, Google, Google, Google it. It was all well. His like, primary
1: navigator was uh, was, was, no, it was, was, like, his was was given by them. Yeah, that yeah. family said here. This. He he gave he'll make sure you can get back. Because they were already going I forget there. His name. They he has a name that sounds French or something too. But
3: Christopher yeah. Columbus learned, like what you said earlier about like the money. I think our clue you was talking about it. It was like you know we're gonna try to get over there because that's where like the money was. So they didn't see. The, the African-American, or not African-American, but the, uh, the uh, Moors, the African descent, um, you know, it basically see their race at that time. Mm-hmm. It wasn't until like America, then the Dutch and the English. Yep. So when the Germans actually came over here, they were still kind of new to them because yep. the, when colonizing was going on, it wasn't their thing. It was and the it's, Dutch.
1: It's important to note that being a Moor... In in that time was like being an American American. from the perspective of Mm. uh, someone that's in Australia or in Asia right now. Remember, Americans include people in Brazil and in Canada. The Moorish Empire was enormous. It was mainly anybody in West Africa... In the Mali Empire at that time, as it was about to, it was soon to collapse after yeah, that. But yeah. that's Moors was a lot of people. a lot people, of people. A lot. Yeah. They, they did They were not all just the like you know Mohammedans and stuff.
3: And, they, and they were was different the kind Spanish of people. Spanish are like tenant. They're the mm-hmm. only people. Oh that's yeah, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. And you know, you came in. You saw my pit bulls when you yeah, came in. You, my uh, my little one, the little black one that yeah. I got. His name's Nastromo. I got you. And you know, Moorish Italy, yeah. uh, Italian Moors. Um, the, the term Nostromo is reserved, it's a, it's a term of honor for Moorish individuals who have yeah. achieved some elevated status within society through the act of bravery, valor, contributing to society in a meaningful way. It also translates to our man, gotcha. yeah. like our go-to guy, mm-hmm. yeah. and also translates, see, uh, our man, shipmate, that's what made me think of it. Isn't mm-hmm. the navigator? He had a Moorish navigator, yeah. and it translates to shipmate as well. So I, there had to have been some overarching consistency with Moors being utilized. Yeah. I mean, well, there was, Barbary,
1: the Barbary pirates come from that civilization too. Remember, there's a bunch of them. The, the Moors were pretty, it's more like saying that it's like if you come from America, and I can pretty much guess that you're kind of a Christian. Probably a Baptist or whatever the other super popular one is, Protestant, or whatever. It was kind of like that. The progenitors of Moorish culture and lifestyle were particularly Mohammedans, particularly uh, Mali <clears throat> Empire descendants and stuff. But, like the Mali Empire in the Western, Northwestern Africa time was enormous. Anyone yeah, living yeah. good in that area right. would have been considered a Moor, and you'd know it when you see him Because the way they were. Yeah, if you were seafaring or sea bearing and you were doing business out in the greater world, you're going to have to be of a certain status and you're going to look a certain way. Just like if you go to China, you're going to see an American businessman. You're going to yeah, know him yeah. with a suit and tie right away. You know, he ain't going to be wearing a kimono. It's kind of like that. So, the Moors were a lot of. Was anyone coming from that part of the world at the time that had that like first world status? So it was lots of different kinds of Moors. You see what I mean? Right. And those pirates. Those, I think the, I think it's called Barbary. I can't I can't ever say bar, the Barbary pirates were really really well known too. They were always up and down the west coast of Africa into Europe, helping people get over to America back the New quick ways over. Like there's a current you can take that'll get yeah, you to America yeah. much faster. They, they're but they're you land. That out. But you land south. Florida, Like, you don't land up on the American property. You land south of Port, so you're going to have to navigate north. So it's like you can get you over there a few weeks earlier, but you still got to make your way up north, and you need to know somebody. It's that kind of thing. They're just just conducting well, business on the and, sea.
0: And I think that's a decent segue mm-hmm. into discussing, um, again, going us touching back on uh, the peopling of— the new world and distribution of humans out of Africa and divergent paths and how that can influence those environmental factors influence genetic flow.
2: Thank you. Let's let's definitely jump on genetic flow. Yeah. That
0: that influence that genetic fucking flow. Like, okay. And and we talked about this on the previous episode. You're coming out of the cradle of civilization, uh, a place of, of relative plenty when it comes to resources, the environment is not particularly fucking hostile it's it's conducive to the proliferation of our species as we know it, our big brains. Our big brains would not have developed if we hadn't had the resources, the the calories to, to feed those big-ass brains. Mm-hmm. Okay, to that end, as we distributed throughout, I mean, you know, we're, we're growing. Humanity's growing. We start off as a pretty finite population in an isolated area, and then, Proliferate. I mean, our ingenuity is what has allowed us to expand. So you have multiple paths. A lot of them are hypothetical. If you look at, like, cultural anthrop- anthropology and how humans uh, came out of Africa and populated certain areas, if you look at maps, there's a lot of conflicting uh, theories, uh, a lot of different hypothetical paths that could have been followed. But for the sake of this discussion, we'll talk about the one hypothetical path that came out of Africa up into Europe and from Europe into the New World. Mm-hmm. We'll also compare that to the path that ran along the coastline from Africa along the Asian coastline, Indian Ocean, <gasps> Polynesia, Australia, up into the Bering Strait area and into the New World as well, mm-hmm. right? As these individuals are, and you got to look at it from this great macro scale, remove the humanity element from it and almost look at us like microbes for a minute that are growing and distributing. the environment. As you went North from Africa became increasingly resource poor, Mm -hmm. the temperature dropped Mm -hmm. less sunlight. Mm -hmm. So you wonder why like these Europeans that have dark skin, like the Spanish, the Portuguese, the Italians, people in the Mediterranean, um, Fundamentally, during those times, individuals with that complexion, it's not going to be biologically advantageous to go into an area where you're not going to receive sunlight sure. to the same degree. So, and vitamin D deficiency was a real—I mean, it's a real problem today. People don't realize they don't it get is. enough vitamin D. Back then, people were dying of that shit. Yeah. You know. So, if we talk about, what I would imagine is, Paleolithic, post-Paleolithic humanity distributing up into uh, Euro- Europe. It's getting progressively more hostile. Uh, there are a lot of big, scary fucking animals that can eat you in Africa. A lot of big, scary fucking animals that can eat you up in Europe as well. Plus, everything in the environment is trying to kill you. Yep. So, And this is uncharted fucking territory. Everything's brand new. Nothing's familiar. There's nothing to hold on to. No tether. You're operating in... On a landmass, through a landmass, there's no coast to look at. There's no ocean to familiarize and orient yourself with. So you're having to, to work your way through here and troubleshoot as you go along. EQ becomes a liability. Your emotions are a liability. The, the greater the, the environmental pressure, the less advantageous it is for you to sit there and feel sympathy for uh, something that's potentially food or a member of your party that's a potential liability. Mm -hmm. resources being scarce it has to be part of your toolkit that you out you locate resources you collect resources and if possible you hoard resources for when you ain't got none okay that's part of the toolkit as well that's something that you don't have to develop if you're dealing with an environment that provides everything that you motherfucking need Mm -hmm. right so i think it's easy it's an easy extrapolation for us to say that it fosters a a very resilient, cunning, capable individual, but also a fierce individual. Yeah. You're carrying with you <laughs> out of Africa a nomadic gene by the, by, by the very virtue of effect that you're traveling out of Africa. Mm-hmm. Any of those genes that don't settle in a particular area, like I was saying, people of uh, darker complexion settling around uh, the Mediterranean. Yep. If you don't carry that nomadic gene, you're going to just settle along the way. And as people, you know, they reproduce, some are going to manifest a more sedentary nature. Some are going to manifest a more nomadic nature, right? So along the way, people are dropping off, finding places that are semi-suitable, and then building societies that are centered around it. Mm -hmm. And then they fine-tune those societies. They see what works, what doesn't work. But that's not where the wave is breaking the nomadic gene is still on its way. So if you couple that nomadic gene, which I feel like is, and you talk about the Cronus complex, but for the sake of what we're saying now, we'll talk about a single nomadic gene that, that compels the individual to go explore and, and tread new paths. You couple that with a predisposition or a gene that's related to um, having lower EQ, hmm. higher IQ, and resource hoarding. Yeah. And it, it it makes for a human that is incredibly capable, successful, and, and can acclimate dangerous. itself dangerous, yes. dangerous, predatory in yeah. nature. And and that this I think gives us an out that we're not scrutinizing white people. No. We're not scrutinizing white no. people. Well, we're what, not what, at all. Because right. because if you look at Europe, mm-hmm. Europe overwhelmingly you know, people have settled in, in specific areas, and they tend to be pretty old mm-hmm. and pretty laid back cultures. Mm-hmm. They tend to be more socialistic. Well, uh, the
1: Irish are ancient. The Irish were been up oh, there yeah. longer than the Britons. They don't oh, yeah. they exhibit that behavior. As hell. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they yeah. don't. Yeah. They were. They they are said to make it up there. Sorry to interrupt you, but it's a very good point. They were said oh, yeah. to have made it up there during the, during the first out of Africa one, the one that wasn't successful. Anthropologists say it's that second one where we blew up and made it all over the planet. But that first egress out of Africa before it was blocked by practically solid ice, the, the, the people that made it up in to the the British Ire- Africans yeah. that made it up to what is Ireland today are super old. Yeah, They got 50K or better up there. They're different from the Britons. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, the Celts, like, even though the Celtic culture seven. is old as fuck. Yeah. I mean, they and, don't
1: exhibit
2: that behavior. Well, either,
0: and, and honestly, we don't really think about white folks in terms of that like tribalistic in touch yeah. with nature type shit. And the Celts were very like...
2: That's where the Druids and all yeah, these the, other... Yeah, the yeah. motherfucking yeah. Druids. That's they some
0: dope fucking shit yeah. that's associated yeah. with that. So this is not something specific to white folks. Folks, it just happens to be carried
2: by folks who happen to be white. And the thing that you had said too about vitamin D in their skin— their skin is white because it's it's meant to take in more vitamin D. Sorry, I didn't. I didn't explain that. that. And and the darker ones died. That's why we don't fuck with the cold. Yeah, because it will literally kill us after without the warmth and all the other things like. We will die not just because it's cold, but because we suffer from such a yeah. vitamin D deficiency. Yeah. That, that's that's it. why it's, it's I, I appreciate definitely. that because I yeah. totally
0: I with who's being in this room, I just yeah. you know right, I, I right. think everybody is right. like yeah I know where he's going with this, yeah. but yes. Thank you for clarifying yeah. that. Yeah, the, the vitamin D deficiency is directly correlated with skin pigmentation. Yeah. And that was a real impediment for making progress up north where the days were shorter. Exactly. A lot of times it's fucking overcast. And
2: then in, yeah. in certain areas when you're in the Scandinavian places, you have like multiple weeks of night. You know what I'm saying. Like it, it, is just, it was sad dark. that they
1: they mythologized the sun because it looked like a foggy day every day. Yeah, they didn't see full sunlight like Yo, that. Oh, and, yeah. and
0: and check this out. And, and that's so. a decent segue into you talk about the Scandinavian countries. People made it up there. And as you progress, there's this gradient for the response that your genes and culture have to make in order to acclimate. Yeah. So way you get well said. you you get all the way up north. The, the The furthest north in you know mm-hmm. uh Western Europe mm-hmm. scandinavian countries they ain't growing a lot of shit you know mm-hmm. like the, it's re, it's pretty fucking sparse to this day. I mean a lot of stuff operates off of geothermal they're very egalitarian mm-hmm. they're healthy fucking people but there was a time if we look at this from a purely biological behavioral standpoint where individuals from that area rather than what we call manifesting this conqueror gene mm-hmm. where we spread and we spread our culture and we force assimilation and you either bow down and assimilate or you disappear yeah. or you're or you're useful and we subjugate you and use you as a fucking slave the scandinavians found a niche whereby they didn't have enough shit where they were at mm-hmm. for the most part for the most part I'm not trying to make broad generalizations but they would go sp- sp- sow some wild oats, spread some Scandinavian genes around and pillage and loot and bring shit back yeah. and hoard and bring it back that way, which is a totally different mechanism <coughs> than this idea of the nomadic, like, almost linked to the semi-modern concept yeah. of Manifest Destiny,
2: yeah. where it's like yeah. it is
0: our duty, it is the will of God that we yep. spread and proliferate throughout here. Yeah. So the and Scandinavians, you, and, you, and, and, and the Scandinavians yeah. were pagan as fuck too, yeah. very tribalistic in, in their own way. You know yeah. they, they were a, a bit anomalous. So there's a lot of variables at play here. But to continue with my thought, those genetics, even when Europe was settled, we'll say it was settled, conquered by individuals that at one point came out of motherfucking Africa, there was still that desire, those nomadic genes where the the wave breaks are still going to manifest themselves. I wonder what's on the other side of that shit, Mm -hmm. what's on the other side of the ocean. Now, when people... We, we can discuss and debate all day this idea that, like, the Mayflower and Christopher Columbus, those are just romanticized fucking details, and they're misrepresented to us all the time. There was plenty of contact between Scandinavians and Indine- indigenous populations long before yeah. mm-hmm. uh, Columbus even thought about getting on yeah, the motherfucking boat. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and then beyond that, again, you were talking about uh, Moorish populations Making that trip, trip. yeah, mm-hmm. and it, it had been going on for a fucking long time. So you had people that were touching base with it. This wasn't some revolutionary pioneering thing, but as word spread, and like you were touching on earlier, individuals with that particular predilection are like, shit. There is this entire land yeah. that is resource rich, that is I'll un it. yeah, it's it's un unclaimed, yeah. and the people that live there are as naive as children. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're savages. They believe everything we say. They trust us. They, they brought mm-hmm. us in with open arms. Mm-hmm. You are carrying with you. You are, you are where the wave breaks genetically. You're carrying with you that nomadic gene and then the culmination of those genes that make you want to conquer, mm-hmm. consume, hoard resources, and all that. So they're encountering them American Indians. Well, where the fuck did they come from, right? Yeah. yeah. That yeah. other divergent the other, path. The other yeah. side. They yeah. followed along yeah. the coastline. So even though that's a hell of a journey, yeah. that is a hell of a motherfucking journey, but all along that coastline, there's not the same competition for resources. Mm-hmm. There's not. And you have the ocean to one side of you. So it, it, even if you ambushed by some forest creature as a group, Put the ocean to your back. It's not like a killer whale's gonna come flying out at you or no shit like that. Mm-hmm. There's, there are certain elements to this mm-hmm. that fostered a group of people that, even though the trip may have still been perilous, they figured out that we, we are more of an asset to one another because we can feed everybody. Yeah. We are more yeah. of an asset to one another than we are a liability. So they carried with them a collectivistic mentality, which, again, the reciprocity between culture and genetics is undeniable. It just, it's like... It's one hand washing the other. or you, it It's it just they work hand in hand together. Mm-hmm. So this population traveled along the coast of Asia, up in and around the Indian Ocean, into Australia, Polynesia, um, the Philippines. Then you got people traveling down the Bering Strait and into the New World. Mm-hmm. These are two paths that went in total different directions around the globe. And then all of a sudden... They, they, they collide,
1: right? Yeah, that's With, I never heard it, th- yo, thought about it that but way. It, it, but it makes those sense those though, man. Really, really good observation. Because yeah. you know, if
3: you think about like even the way that the buildings are, kind of like what you're saying that they're colliding and meeting back up,
1: mm-hmm.
3: how there's one building that is in um, Central America mm-hmm. that can look like a building or architect the yeah, pyramids yeah, yeah, and yeah, stuff yeah. that looks like in Africa. Mm. It's yep. like how did mm-hmm. that
2: yeah. same thought and how many thousands is of year, years that it took. shit like that same design? design. It's
1: just yeah. Like, well, they holy they God. people like well, it was said to that point. It was said that you know at the time of those those northeastern kingdoms in Africa were were at their height. They spread information just like a university does. Everywhere you see a pyramid. There's no mystery. It was them. Yeah. They traveled there and they tried to transfer their spiritual systems, their knowledge systems, and their style to those people. It's yeah. hard to do that from a great distance. Yeah, at most, if they're lucky, it got amount sublimated and turned into its own version of it. Like and- the mind. May- the Mayans didn't think in common. <clears throat> Yeah. With the people from Africa, they got their style yeah, from the
2: country. So, but Africa like what you saying, yeah. they mm-hmm. are the same, same people. They are. So it's clear to point that just out. Just like birds are yeah. motherfucking dinosaurs. Yeah, yeah. 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 But in, it, the most goddamn insulting thing yes. is yes. to say that it was made by
0: fucking aliens. 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 So, yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. white people yeah. didn't come up with yeah. it. But yeah. It makes oh, exactly. so much exactly. sense the way that you
3: describe it. It's almost like what Nate's saying is that they got there. And then, like, we were saying the other ones took, like, the longer road and everything because it was taking so many people. But then when they got there, they was like, oh, my gosh, yep. home. Mm-hmm. Yep. It looks like home. Yes. Well, it well, feels like home. One, one well, path took the, the, the quicker route. Yeah. And the other path took the, the longer route. But oh, the, the other, but,
2: It was more chill. Yeah. yeah. But the yeah. other thing, too, is that the, the, the path that took the longer route... They dealt with le- way less opposition from other yeah, people. So yeah. these dudes that came from this end, they hey, were aggressive. Po- hey, that's they, a yeah, good they fucking had, point they were too. Aggressive so, as fuck. Yeah, because, I mean that's the. Point. I'm so glad
1: you said that because Chris, Chris touched on a lot of super cogent things that deserve a little bit of tangents of their own. Yeah, and sure. one of them is the European response to what might have been overpopulation. At the ratio that overpopulation manifests on that island is the same response that we had. They just didn't have nowhere to go, yes. So they had to fight their way out of it. Yes. You got yeah, water yeah. to one side. You got well-established old civilizations to the south of you. Mm-hmm. You got fight,
0: mm-hmm. right? You couldn't
1: then, go east because it's too rough, and, and, and yes. then you couldn't and, make it. And check so it out again. You, you got to fight.
0: A, 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 if you're traveling along the coast, you got oysters, you got fish, you got whatever. You're setting up like little things. Yeah, you yeah. you can, you can feed yourself seaweed, yeah. whatever. I mean, hu- humans can eat. If if we're near the ocean, we gonna be okay. Yeah, so, yeah. but it's not as though there weren't other paths, like you were saying, that that had spread off into what is now mainland China. Yeah, yeah. all yeah. kinds of I shit. I forgot about China. Yeah. And, and
1: guess what? They followed rivers too. I mean, right. they, yeah. still they, kept they kept the stayed water along with the water. Yeah, but
0: they didn't. Overwhelmingly, by sticking to the coast, and I'm talking about the first cats that rode that coastal pathway, they didn't encounter adversaries. Nope. Yeah. White folks, or what we consider white folks, uh, the the adventuring Europeans, people that are going into deep Europe, people that are going into mainland China. Had competition, what I would imagine was fierce competition, or they—it could have been the same mechanism that, that was used on the American Indians, but Neanderthals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, yeah. we completely—they—they they didn't just fucking disappear, y'all. Yeah, we they ass- were killed off. Or they, they—you they they ass- think they assimilated? <laughs> they were or? assimilated. <laughs> yeah. You don't think that they, they some? They were, women uh, and, uh, maybe, yeah. yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah they something Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ca- Simula- That's what I meant. Caucasian yeah. and um, a lot of Asian populations contain. Um, I, I want to say between, you know, a, a negligible amount up to, like, 5%. Yeah, so I heard it as,
1: as much as 5%. And I have heard, yeah. like, 2 and 3 is
0: right. common. I'm uh, thinking it's, like,
2: 4 percent. to 5%. I do
3: because it it's only take, going back to the point that you made earlier. Yeah. I got to take my mother to the store around 5. Okay,
2: okay, got you. Yeah,
3: hey, so we're that's
0: good, what's up. We're good. But, uh... They 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 took the the scenic route. Mm-hmm. Yeah, went along that pathway. If they encountered adversity, that adversity, it was better to have somebody there that had your back. Yeah, because there was plenty of people to feed. Mm-hmm. Right.
3: That's why they took care of each other, though, because there yeah, was like, collectivism. The collectivism was their it bread makes, and butter. Yes. That was they saw like being together as strength. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Even
2: if they were different. Even, exactly. Even though they had different like. That's what, what That goes to the thing that you said, why you Kentucky was never, uh, Mark, why Kentucky was never settled by a certain group of Indian people is because they all yeah. knew, they all came from different areas, and they were like, this place is too rich, rich. for resources. Yeah, Let's and that, just work that's together an extreme, not- like,
1: that's an example of, uh, I guess, egalitarianism or collectivism of, of people that have been doing egalitarian or collectivism. Yeah for a long time already. Yeah. Yeah. Remember, these would have been, if we're going to assume that they're the Native American Indians, mm-hmm. they came all the way from the Bering Straits. Mm-hmm. So they've yeah, been on that yeah. tip for a long time. And I think I learned that from maybe Joseph Campbell, but mm-hmm. for some reason, unrelated, he was talking about, he just said as a matter of fact, he was describing the, the lands of Kentucky and how they were treated. Like, they were they were so sophisticated, if you will, and evolved culturally in how they cooperated that it was, like, an agreed-upon thing that all the dozens, I imagine, of tribes around the Ohio and Mississippi River Valley, that no one settled permanently in Kentucky because Kentuckys had such good hunting. Yeah. And, and and you could grow crops there too, but it was such good hunting that they just kind of like this is the like the arena, you know, where yep. you go. Yeah, hunt. the fighting so would the, never yeah, stop. Yeah, if, yeah, they yes. cl- if they laid they plain. settled there, they understood, yeah, that the fighting would never stop because how many wars and things yep. had went on and on and on about that. I imagine they somehow knew that it somehow and, had it in. So we so war check yeah. this. The, yeah. the
2: groups that were in Kentucky, but it, but here's the thing: it's this funny. Yeah. It says the tribes and bands that were of Tuck-tuck. Kentucky. It was a uh, Cherokee, Chickasaw, Delaware, uh, Mosa-Peleia, Shawnee, Wyandot, Uchi. But they said that there are no federally recognized no, tribes in not.
0: Kentucky. No, there's not.
2: As a former and, and DCBS I be,
0: investigator, yeah. I can tell you that if you hypothetically had an investigation where you had to take a child yeah. into the state's care, yeah. and that child was a member of an American Indian tribe... Yeah. There ain't not. Yeah, there is not a, a, a single. Wow. Yeah. And I tell you what, it to say that it it complicates things is an understatement. Yeah. And I don't know how much experience you've had with it, but dealing with a tribal council I had along one, with one
3: case with the DCBS, bro. it is heavy yeah. duty, man. Yeah. It,
0: I mean, because you've got a lot of different hands in the pot. But mm-hmm. but I digress. Really, we talk about okay, all these cats, and we can just visualize a group of people that figured out that working together makes the most sense. Yeah. Um,
3: so, do you think that, I guess those the, the Native Americans that was here? There was the one that was the collective Africans that came. Yeah, in? yeah, yeah. Because I think yes. cause they just spread out, right? They got you. And then I was like, yeah. we gotta be, we gotta work this together yes. so instead of fighting over it and stuff. Yeah.
0: And they took they took that that one path along the coast, up in and down the Bering Strait, into the United States, right? Yes. And, and then they began to populate it in a way that is very different than the way Europe was populated. And again, right. there was plenty of warring between tribes and shit right. like that, yeah. but um, it's, and, and again, there a lot of their history's been goddamn erased. Yeah. So it, yeah. It's, it's hard to speculate. However, again, what we're talking about with collectivism, it's undeniable that American Indian cultures are more collectivistic by comparison to European culture. So you have where the wave breaks coming from uh, west to east to the New World, and then you have where the wave breaks coming east to west to the New World. And these collectivistic individuals that have been essentially hardwired to see, recognize that even though they look different, It's another human being. And I find that oftentimes ethnic populations tend to celebrate uniqueness and celebrate difference and things like that and be excited about it Whereas there's a little bit more of a push with conventional and we'll call it predatory Eurocentric culture yeah. to assimilate and bow down and not diverge or you'll be ostracized. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? A
1: motherfucker was halfway bipolar schizophrenic in the tribe and that person was the witch doctor. Oh,
0: yeah. He was
2: yeah. celebrated. Yeah. Cel- <laughs> cel- I celebrated cel- 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 like <laughs> <like laughs> that way. Yeah. yeah, 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 man, yeah that's I'm like, that's like that's you. I feel like, that's right? that's like you the doctor. that's we, we <laughs> yeah, like you. Well,
1: they might have some sort of, if, if not only... Whimsical and superstitious insight and in how to interface with nature because yes, we, yes, c- yes. we we there celebrated we celebrated interfacing with nature. To your point earlier, I stack this on all the time, but you can you can see the line of I would steal that if I, by the way if I was in, still in college, yeah. that would make a killer treatise or a dissertation. Yeah tile Where the Wave Breaks. Yeah. The, I, I do like and it, and man, talk I do about like it from that. the yeah. human level, yes. the anthropological level, You're and gonna then see pull me make the camera back. You know, <laughs> pull the camera back and talk about it from that biological level, because <laughs> we just did what 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 bacteria does. Mm-hmm. Bacteria yeah. itself, on a Petri, in disc, a petri we'll dish, will do that. Yes. Yes. But, you know, we'll grow and be different on two different sides of the Petri dish. And one bacteria might, slightly the protein different that's in it might take over the other one. We ain't doing no more better than that. And then throwing the fact that we, as flora are, bacterial flora, we we are completely dependent on sun, the yes. sunlight. It's so yes. so a hell of a treatise, Chris, man. Let me ask
3: but, you this <laughs> then, man, from the where where the wave breaks is like once the other side came, once the European side came to over here, mm-hmm. did it change? That's the thing. I don't, I don't think it, it changed. I
2: think it took to that hurt. same mentality of like, it's still man versus nature. Yep. And it's still that same thing. And they, didn't, thing. Consider, so just, and they didn't
0: really consider them humans. Yeah, for real. they've like innovated. Like they've they're innov- savages.
2: Yeah, and this is, why, this is why the funny thing, it's such a, when, when you bring that same mentality into what we have now, this is why so many motherfuckers get hung up when you tell them, hey, bro, electric energy has been there.
0: Since years. like for yeah. years, and they're yep. like, no oil because
2: it's constantly yeah, yeah, yeah. man versus nature yeah, the it, time. Is. it is so yeah. a lot of that same stuff is still going to come over. And then when you t- when you also think of the 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 people that came from east to to west into yeah, yeah. and where they all met again, their weapons were different and stuff like that. So now you have dudes that mm-hmm. all started out with so, uh spears and all these other things yeah. th- like makeshift weapons and stuff like that. And all those thousands of years come by. They meet again, it's like, hey, check out this sweet rifle I've got. You know oh, what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. And, and then and, I said and, this, I said this on the last episode. Gotcha. Uh, yeah. that, no, I said something like this is that they when you still put a lot of the people and all while that's happening, Africa is still so resource rich, they're still kind of behind a lot of the other people because when they came down. To when they a lot of the the settlers came down to where like Shaka Zulu was to talk yeah, about that. Yeah. I said in the last episode that Shaka Zulu was known as a great military innovator. But what killed him, what absolutely fucked him up, was a Gatling Technology. gun. Yeah. A bunch of people with Gatling yeah, guns. Yeah. So like that's how we. That's what? where a lot of that. So that that same that same um, mindset of conquering and innovating and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's still there. But well, do you think that
3: I guess the the collectivism and stuff was. Even in Africa, the, the, yeah. the tribes that were here, mm-hmm. they weren't fighting as much. But then you saw the individualistics when they yeah. basically came up. That's when it was like, we're gonna wipe them out. So then it yeah. made the ones who were more collective it was like, We gotta become more, you know, animalistic as yeah. well to fight to to, yeah. know, to and survive. And, and
2: if you and if you look at the United States now, yeah. look at the East Coast versus the West Coast. West Coast, everyone's like, Oh, hippie, love weed, love whatever, yeah. chilling out, having a good time. East Coast, they don't give a fuck, dude. It's all about whoop ass, especially if you go northeast New York. No one's going to talk to you. You go to like Jersey, all these places. Well, they some a shit.
0: they some old genetics got yes. hung up on this side of the United but States. But you know, this gotcha.
2: happened to not be nomadic. Thank they you.
0: carried the other genes <laughs> yes. for being aggressive and resource yeah. hoarding, yeah. but they didn't go out and, west. And
2: now San Francisco is like a safe haven for people who don't like everyone from San Francisco is not from San Francisco. Gotcha. They're from these, They're from other areas. That's like something about me doesn't mesh well. Yep. in this area, so they all wind up over there, gotcha. and it's just super liberal, yeah. Super, like, just it's well, so completely. And Check weird. it out, even,
0: even the tribes, even the tribes yes. on the west coast versus tribes that were encountering things like malaria yeah. and yes. the yes. desert Look and shit sure. like that. Yeah.
1: The ones um near Canada, where, where it was rougher, the ones mm-hmm. those were the really vicious tribes, even the New England what, yes. what we would call New England today, but like, I think the Algonquians was up there, I get them mixed up, but what were the, those really? Vicious ones that did that sacrifice where they would they would kill the two kids and oh I don't know uh, Is the ones like that, the Aztecs
3: did something like no that well yeah they
1: did that mm. different part of the world these were the ones that the Jesuits encountered as soon as they came over the water and they oh, hit the they coast killed, of Canada them, yeah. whatever that Native American tribe was up there they, it would be northern New York today up yes. there man they. Would, uh, yeah. I do but
3: remember some were, hearing uh, something about uh, that. They, I forget. They, which, which I know they're what you're talking. Right. I know exactly what you're talking and about.
0: Some vicious tribes, but because someone Check.
3: never came back. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. Check oh, yeah. this out, though. Mm-hmm. Mark and I were talking about this, so we got the point. We've we've laid the scene where
2: these two waves mm-hmm. of and this of, is part one, just so you know. Just since you got to go. Yeah. Th-
0: this is that we we've laid the scene that the new world, mm-hmm. the United States. Well, actually, North and South America, New World, is where the two waves collide, right? This is where the wave breaks. Due to the fact, again, you were talking about military advancements Mm -hmm. like uh, warfare, armor, weaponry, all of that kind of stuff, was a direct product of hostilities amongst an already um, Mm hyper-diligent, I guess you would say, subgroup of individuals, which it 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 forced even greater propensities to make scientific strides or technological strides that would help facilitate greater resource hoarding or power mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. whenever they encountered the american indians who did had no need to yeah. And again We've talked about it I got a question uh, As soon as you get done and, and and you know We've even joked Like with the Bill Burr stand up Like he, His wife is black And he's like White and red oh, yeah, And, and yeah. they were yeah, watching yeah. The Elvis Presley documentary yeah. Yeah. And stuff And he says all this Inappropriate shit A semi inappropriate shit And says something about uh, What was it Airplanes And mm-hmm. the white people Invented airplanes And him and his wife Uh She looked at him, like, got all pissed off. And he was like, now, hold on before you say anything. I am 100% certain that given the time and opportunity and context, 100% black folks would have... And would have been <laughs> able to come up with an airplane on their own. However, yeah. the music would have suffered. The music oh. would have suffered, <laughs> really. <laughs> but, but that's the it's thing: strange, is the American man. Indians had. Not, there is no mm-hmm. b- biological impetus mm-hmm. yeah. to create that thing, like you said that uh, a combustion engine, a microprocessor mm-hmm. does yeah. not naturally come out of the yeah. minds yes. of a lot of the yeah. groups. We're I wrote a paper
1: in college a few a few years ago when I went back to grab a network degree, like 2014 or something. Mm-hmm. And I'm in there with my super old ass, uh, and and we were writing a paper about uh, um, stuff going on in uh, in the Sudan or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um, I asked, I asked when someone asked like makes the argument of, of the elegant and amazing technology we have, like that thing. that MacBook, Yeah, like, thank white that, people for this shit. Exactly. Yeah. But, right, but, right, but right, you right. have to see that for what it is. Imagine the amount of violence and destruction oh, that yes. goes in for that thing to yes. exist. And let's take out the human violence and yes. destruction, a la disabling, yes. it, Um, you know, Crippling so, an so, economy, you can, yes. so you can get the resources. Just think about literally what it takes. The Environmental destruction. The amount of heat, heat, amount yes. of heat yeah. and mountain to, to rework the, the resources. The violence. It, yes, up yes. It and- That's what's beautiful about it to me. The combustion engine is so much a protraction of the exact, it's right there in front of us. Blacksmithing you know I mean? like, and the Yeah, engines. like who would do well, that except and, for mm-hmm. somebody with a uniquely a shaped mind, you know, and, for and, that kind of... And I'll,
0: I'll close this out and I'm going to throw it right to you because I know you got to go here in a minute. But Mark and I were talking about, again, whenever these two groups met, right, mm-hmm. you've got folks that their entire culture getting there has has been contingent upon cooperation, collectivism, mm-hmm. sharing, yeah. mutual understanding, communication, all that kind of stuff. The other group, not, not that some of those things didn't transpire as well, But they had to endure an environment that was always trying to motherfucking kill them. Mm. And there's a bit of poetry in the notion that when these two groups encountered one another, the ones that traveled along the coast and eventually became indigenous Americans had no need to develop an immune system Mm. that would be able to fight off the pathogens oh, yes. that were yes. presented by the Europeans. Eww, so yes. the Europeans, oh in their yes. resilience right. and endurance, the, the even their their microbiology and their yeah. body is good. reflective of the yep. hostility of the environments and, that they had to
2: encounter. And when you throw in religion, the, when you throw in their religion, there. It's shit like that that builds onto Manifest Destiny. Like oh, yeah, This yeah. is God's Really, My body is made to conquer this stuff because I yeah. have the immune system. You see system. where they get that? You get. You see where they get those impulses
1: from? And that's to yeah. my point what? when I said it first happens somewhere in the viscera, yeah. then the intellect rationalizes it and makes it, embellishes it later on. But it happens somewhere yeah. in oh the heart. The impulse to carry on one way or the other. Our mind follows. We yeah, think we lead yeah. with our intellect because we, we have. A, we live in a space that's an example of a whole lot of ideals manifest. Yeah, but the notion to project my ideas on my environment forcefully comes from in here yes. so it looks like it's my mind first but really it's, not. it's your biology you gotta have a balance of course yes. between the two uh, and to this day like Jared what's the name that white nationalist guy yeah. he says that he's like you we're push, made to conquer yeah we're made to conquer push, yeah, yeah. yeah now Christian's the other popular oh, wait, person yeah, it's, it's, a, yeah. it's Jared something else I'm, well, I make your that. make
3: your
2: statement there. I know you got to go, Here. so.
3: Let me ask you this, and it goes back to you guys, and this is earlier, and I apologize. It's going back to the technology. The way that I'm listening to you guys and I'm learning a lot, it seems like the ones who are more collective is the ones that actually created the weapons of destruction, but it wasn't created for the weapons of destruction until it was changed for the mm-hmm. ones who are more individualistic. And how you look at it, we talked about Carthage. Mm-hmm. Oh, the yeah. The ships that the Carthage had, And stuff when they first had the Punic Wars and stuff. It wasn't created basically for war. They changed it for war, but it was created for like fishery and stuff. Yeah. Then they they changed it to ram other ships. Yeah. China. They had, and I apologize, that's probably my mother. I know it's not, it's the news. (laughs) Uh, China, they created, you know, uh, you talking about the rifle and stuff, the ammunition Mm -hmm. and and everything that they had. That was created for fireworks. Yes. You know, for celebrations and stuff or whatnot. Because they were celebrating their culture and stuff when they were doing it until. The ones who came over there and yo. changed it, yo. Yeah. So,
0: so, and again, and I, and I'm not. I am not I You, you got to save blew it for part two.
2: Save it for part two. Oh but no! But hold go on. Let me okay, just okay. say this one thing real quick.
0: And it's what you said, though. Is, is. you know, people get so mad about cultural appropriation. I know mm-hmm. no motherfucker in this room really is sitting around losing sleep about it at night. I, yeah, and I know, not, I yeah. know y'all yeah. well enough to know that y'all ain't the ones that are like, oh, white people are. Appropriating my culture Whatever But check it don't out Check it out Maybe that's part of the toolkit too
1: mm, let, really?
0: somebody el- let somebody else do the fucking work Slide in there Take it Repurpose it
1: Hey man Some of that's the that's guys weird. who who Whose um, thought And contributions I follow Say that's one of the most impressive Things that the Europeans have done Since conquering the world Is how they take stuff And make it their own because they don't have time, and their original contributions to the planet, uh, we're all well aware of. But 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 wow. the best things they've done, they just took it and reworked like it, a like like a bear pelt, like, like throwing a fucking yeah, bear pelt over you, yeah. yeah. destroy the the progenitors of it. All right,
2: <laughs> guys, we're we ha- this is a fantastic side. I, point. I knew part that. Two, we're, man, yes. See where you guys oh go yeah, with yeah, it. yeah. We'll, we'll definitely be going for part two to to have all this right. kind of discussion. I knew that it would take multiple, multiple sessions to be able to go into this. As, as is typical, and we need a fashion. white dude
0: at some point or yeah. or, a, or a white woman or both, or yes. whatever. But we, I mean,
2: you know, we it, need a white person to come and talk and that's and, not going to be afraid. And hopefully, you realize that in this discussion, we're not making anyone out to be any sort of no. Thing. We've all understood that we come from the same spot. Yep. So, in this yep. discussion, there is no white, we're, we're looking at each other as organisms and just trying to figure out like, how did this, how yep. did we get to this point? So yeah. you should not, if you've really listened to what we're talking about, you should not come in here as a white person and feel threatened or anything like that. Because at this point, I'm looking at everyone in here as organisms. Like, we all just came at different, like, we're all just here. We arrived different spots. And, and so science doesn't care about your feelings. It doesn't give a shit about your feelings. It really doesn't. And so... I'm like, I'm so amped and so excited. Okay, let's get some shameless shout outs out. All right. Well, first and
0: foremost, we've got to give a shameless shout out to our boy uh, Tyler Young yes. at Grade Eight Performance. Um, he's rocking and rolling, still yep. doing an exceptional job. He's got you dialed in on yep. programming, is yep. my understanding.
2: Part of, part of his training is how I was able to get the courage and everything. Kalu Kalou
0: set a PR in bench yeah, press earlier today 405 for 405, 405 pounds. And I will say Kalu has a narrow grip on bench press, which mm-hmm. makes it even more impressive. So Thank you. good job on that shit. And again, shout out to Tyler Young at Grade 8 Performance. I want to give a shout out to Josh Biggs
2: mm-hmm. at Fuel Nutrition. Ryan Hines, CEO, Oxology Lab. Yeah. He's a good person to talk about this stuff he is he he won't be afraid to talk about this shit but
0: uh yeah go check out fuel nutrition pick up uh some of uh ryan's products Mm -hmm. he's got compounds one two and three Mm -hmm. and then he i I think he came out with a fat burner not too long ago right as well but yeah just slide in there if you are interested and you i think anybody that's listened to this podcast or knows me at all knows how fucking ridiculous i am about food Mm -hmm. the most exceptional meal prep option outside of you doing it yourself. Yep. You can yep. step in there and, and for the money, you step in there. Fuel Nutrition has got you covered on something delicious. There's a yep. big old swole man with An apron in the back, fucking
2: heart on the planet.
0: Yeah, in the (laughs) back, just serving up delicious food to nourish your muscles. What do you
1: do? Go there to get your meal prep for the week. Only,
0: only you can. You can get them all for the week. But like, if I if I just need one, then I know it has to have this many grams of protein, this many carbs, this many fats. It's all on the label for you, and it's delicious. Mm -hmm.
1: What and he prepares it fresh for you Hell yeah,
0: yeah they prepare fresh And then that day Like it might be in the refrigerator But you just this throw is it in This is
1: someone's business Yeah In this town Yeah, oh, yeah. That's sure, an amazing heard it. heard It's, it's that's in, in uh, exactly. Buckhead Square Yeah, yeah. yeah. So y'all go
0: check it out It's yeah. for everyone Or for it,
1: people it, that are it, concerned it, With nutrition and stuff like that And Anyone It's for everybody with. The meals are oh, exceptional And again Like I said business. you The yeah. meals
0: are worth eating On their own Even if you Aren't trying to be
2: real rigid But it makes So you can go in there and say I need 1100 calories well, I mean, you would you would look at the – you would kind of know Marcos. your macros or your, yeah. you talk about your macros in there. Once you oh. figure that out, and they, oh, okay. they, they'll help you figure that stuff out. But, like, everything is just written on there, and then you can literally go in there and grab something or just talk with them and say, like, I'm trying to do this with my body. How do I help out or what can help me out? And they'll literally talk to you about – Getting all your shit together. Man. So he'll out. tell you exactly yeah. like how much protein, how much fats, oh, yeah. and everything yep. that you need to have. Absolutely, yep. macros and kind of break it down. Yeah. So Absolutely. I can tell yep.
3: him I want to, you know, get down to like maybe one seventy five. Yep. He can basically be like, "This is what you need to do." Yep. Yeah. Yep. Him
2: gotcha. and Bartley Weaver can do that. So. Yeah.
3: Gotcha. So sh- gotcha. again, shameless yeah. shout out to, to Bartley,
0: Bartley Weaver. Weaver. Yeah. Um, as far as your nutrition programming, Bartley Weaver is Mac Daddy number one, and gotcha. he's he's got kind of an unorthodox ethos on yeah. it, and he's changed my mindset. Whereas I. I Used to operate on a twenty four hour schedule as far as calories. Yeah. Now I work on about three four days. Mm-hmm. Like if I cram and get, you know, thousands that's really that's really better. It makes yeah. more yeah. sense biologically. Really get it. Yeah. yeah, because we yeah. were bo- we were boomer bust as a species coming up. Yeah. Like we were never like our our digestive systems are having to adjust to being on an eating schedule where we're like okay breakfast lunch and dinner. You know
3: and we never mm-hmm. had breakfast in the back in the day. No, man. we yeah. we had to go and
0: fight some shit, this. then eat yep. and then, and then probably sleep for two days. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Wow. I never thought about 3 days as well though, man. Yeah. Break it down yeah. That way. If, yeah. If he
0: if he's got the time, if he's got the the space on his workload, Bartley Weaver Exceptional human being in general, but exceptional when it comes to dialing in your macros. Yeah. Gotcha. Just as good as Tyler is when yep. it comes to physical preparedness mm-hmm. across the board, Bartley Weaver is an absolute genius when it comes yes. to macros. Yes.
2: Do you have any shameless shout outs, Carlos? No. All right. That's what's up. Mark, you have any? No, not today. All right, cool. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I hope that you found value in this episode. Like, I'm so excited and want to learn more about our humanity. I yeah, just we all got to gotta
0: do, some, in the meantime, we got to do some homework. Yeah. Everybody do some we anthropology got, homework. Yeah, we've got yeah, some research. I brought that we've the homework,
1: I meant to bring the homework with me. I was late leaving Tennessee again, but yeah, I'll definitely have it next time Beautiful. and because so, I've, uh, yeah, I had the homework. Beautiful, man, I'll beautiful. tell you,
3: that, you guys educated me on so much stuff that I didn't know. I appreciate it. That's awesome. listening to both of you guys going yes. you know, back and forth I'm, stuff. Good. I'm so glad.
2: Yeah. Well, we, we, I'm so we're glad. always
0: glad to have yeah. you, man. Because you just yes. you, you're an erudite and candid voice, That's and you what always I like, have been. Having, yeah.
2: I've been trying to get you on. I've been like, man, please yeah, jump man. on, please no, jump on. I was supposed
3: to come last week, but for some reason, I thought I was here the last time at five.
2: Yeah, so I, dude, you we might hit me have, the same day. It was he five last time was five, you met. Yeah. He
3: hit me the same day. He said it's going to be three. And I'm like, oh, I'm a piece of shit about scheduling. Yeah, I was like, yeah. I'm supposed to be going to get some <laughs> I'm like, what about five? Yeah, sorry, <laughs> that. No, nah, that's you, well,
1: brother. Man, I can't wait to sit with these boys or whomever with us next time and tell them some Bowling Green stories. Tag but me, man. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going serious. Yes. Come on. Definitely tag me. The, same,
3: the same you know, moon you know landing I'm crew, a, crew a, over a, there on the moon bro. Jamal
2: Popper oh Jamal. I know yeah. Jamal now. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah those, man. Those my brother, my That's awesome.
2: Yeah, and also, guys, please remember that the moon landings were real. So, um, <laughs> please take that Nate, with I'm with
3: you on that, brother. <laughs> <laughs>
2: That was a he's, plug He's been calling me Nate all
1: day but Nate is Mark Twain It's fine I'll be Mark. Nate no, bye, man. I got Nate vibe today <laughs> I mean, I mean, Nate. You want your Nate today I just, see Just to be fair <laughs> The Nate face There's not There's not three of us That are corrected About the moon landing There's only two <laughs> really? Mark and me. I wish it was Mark Carlos and Nate, but it's just <laughs> like <Martin laughs> and Carlos that are that are See, about see the now, like
3: what Kalu said,
1: I feel like a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> because
3: he's going to be like, where the fuck did he get <laughs> Nate
0: from? <laughs> Dog, I do, it's I do four that letters. N and M are right yeah. next to each other. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's close enough hey, to single syllable. Phonetically, like I understand it, it. it's all symbols and graphisms. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, that's what that's what uh language is. Graphism, sy- symbols used to convey thought. That's what's it's true. That's exactly. your word exactly. today, people. Graphism. But you know what Graphism. I finally he
3: heard? He said, my name is Mark. And I'm like, okay, Nate. <laughs> <laughs> your name <laughs> I is <too> Nate, <laughs> motherfucker.
1: I kept calling my neighbor's dog, Cooper. I don't know where I got Cooper from, because I don't know. Dog's name is Harrison. But, I still
0: <laughs> don't <know his> <laughs> but the real
3: fucked up part about it is, yeah. like, you keep going with it because they never correct yeah, you the first
0: yeah. time. <laughs> no, no he, he's good. like, I, I don't want to interrupt the flow of the yeah. thought right now. Well, that's right, you, that's, that's right. But yes. it,
1: and you are so good to. Uh, to make references When you talk to I'm an asshole I keep doing that To Kalu yeah. But I'm learning From listening back A little bit Yeah. That for the listener That you like And that's what you said They need to know Who that pronoun is You know yeah. what I mean yeah. It helps yeah. the listener So sometimes I try to yep. I was so glad That you were saying a noun yep. Yep. I was like It didn't matter As long as they know He's <laughs> talking yep. to You know, yep. people,
3: you you know, know I mean. be like Who yeah. the hell's name
2: <laughs> 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 Alright guys Once again You guys know where to follow us That's At Thistle Uh That's T-H-E S-A-L-U-M-I-S-T Hit us up on Instagram Facebook, go to the website, www.thesalumas.com. If you want to just hear the episodes on there, uh, hit slash podcast or click the link that says, listen, we're still doing our, uh, drive for donations. And you guys have been fantastic about that. Oh yeah. Get um, it, get in
0: my inbox. Yes, Chris Kilborn, yes. get in my inbox on, uh, Facebook. If you yes. want to contribute some socks, some yep. gloves, some hand warmers, whatever. Yep. Um, you are more than welcome to come by, uh, my office and just drop them off up front even if I'm not there or get in my inbox like I said and let me know and I can come to where you're at Absolutely. but we need them we need them we need them yes. and then uh, we'll make sure
2: they get in the right yes. hands wwwthesaloomiscom slash deck the halls so again we're going to be doing some cool shit for the holiday season and uh, we're, we'd love to have all of you guys a part of it. So thank you all for your time and, and then attention. then, again,
0: thank, thank both. For, I, I just yes, yes.
2: Thank you both. I mean, for, Mark, bro, Mark is
0: a he's, he's For facilitating this so yeah. shit. Yeah, yeah. Mark, Mark is Mark officially, is, yeah, like, he, the third he, man on the podcast. Yeah, but yeah. Man, I, Carlos, I can't <laughs> tell you how much I appreciate Seriously. you. Man, you're, you're, time, your, brother. your calm descent, too. Even if, yeah. if somebody makes something sound Gucci, if you're like, hmm, let me – Let me disagree with you politely. It is the most suave ass shit that I've ever seen. (laughs) Yeah, man. Thank you.
2: Yeah, seriously. Yeah, much needed. All right, guys. We're out of here. Enjoy your week. Whip all the ass, and we will see you all next week. Peace.